0: The Easy Living Furniture Roadshow Sale has been extended for a limited time and must end this Bank Holiday Monday. Don't miss out, as absolutely everything is reduced across all sofas, dining, bedroom, and mattresses. And with interest-free finance available, this is one event you don't want to miss. Roadshow Sale ends Bank Holiday Monday. Don't miss out. Find
1: your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie. Please note that this episode contains references to self-harm and eating disorders that some listeners may find distressing. Welcome to Real Health with me, Carl Henry. Folks, my next guest is the best-selling author of Sweet Therapy, The Joy of Baking. She's a baker with two stores, 2210 in Mullingar and now the Power Centre in Dublin as well. Una Leonard, the powerhouse. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, you rocked in the door with a storm of energy and yeah. enthusiasm and motivation. And yeah, wow, you've got a very powerful energy before yeah. we go any further. You're very,
0: yeah try to do that. I try to be... I'm actually very much so into energies and I love all of that. So I kind of get good energies off people. So yeah.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. You you, you, you implode into the room. It's fantastic. (laughs) It's really good. Um, Let's get cracking. Um, I want to take it all back to the start, if that's okay. The intro in the book is all about how baking got you through very, very tough times. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to bring our listeners through that. Uh, I've seen you interviewed before. It's a fascinating story and, and particularly where it's ending with the new store opening yeah. and all of that. So I'd, I'd like to bring it back to there yeah. about how baking became so important, the tough times that it did bring you through. Yeah. Um, tell us I a little think, bit more.
0: I, like I, I think I've told the story maybe not that many times and not many people have heard it, but for me, I feel like so many have. And I don't like to speak about it too much because it is kind of a sad story, but I hope it gives people a little bit of hope. Um, so I was studying uh, to be... A chef. I had no interest in bacon or pastries or anything like that. Because if you were put in a, d- a dessert section, you were the last one out at night. So you didn't want to be working last okay. in a restaurant. Um, but my bacon actually came when I was at home. I suffered really, really bad with um, social anxiety, as such, then depression. It kind of led over a couple of years. It started actually with a food disorder in school. And then my anxiety um, built, and then depression. Kind of got in there with me, and um I had a suicide attempt um I had two in all, but the first one was the one that um i really I really thought I was doing the right thing, I thought I was in the right place and I felt like I was making the right decision, and for everybody around me, and I was really happy with my decision. And that's obviously just to show where my mental head health, health was at the time. It wasn't the right decision to make. And um, so when that happened, and I woke up in hospital, I was put through a rehab. I was put to a rehab centre, um, and after a certain amount of time, the nurses were starting to administer my medication from home. So they'd come to the house every day. And as an Irish person, as we do, we kind of. I felt bad for them. I felt really bad that they had to come out and mind me. And like they have loads of things going on in their own lives. Like they're just very Irish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I actually first off started baking for them to have something for them. Um, and I was enjoying my time in the kitchen, uh, kitchen being. Like the tiniest, tiniest box room. I think like when mum was designing the house, she actually forgot about the kitchen and then was like, oh, I'll just throw it in here. (laughs) (laughs) So I used to go in and clean it down as much as I could and set myself up and really enjoy the process of baking and taking raw ingredients. And then the best part of it was when I could serve it to somebody and look at how they reacted to it. Um, And I used to hold on to those feelings quite a lot of like what people's reaction will be to it um, and how they enjoyed the treats. And I suppose then I was baking quite a bit at home because I was at home quite a lot um, because I was still technically in rehab and being looked after very well by everybody around me. I was still very, very sick. Um, Within the small little glimmers of hope or glimmers of happiness I had in the kitchen, that would have been it. If I smiled or laughed or I felt a sense of normality and not numbness within once a month, that was normal for me. So I gradually could see that progressing over time. I was getting maybe two happy days or two happy moments a month. And then it it does it, it sounds like when I when I tell my story and I kinda hear it back, it sounds like I went from being depressed to not being depressed it was years and And that's really
1: important yeah I think for people to 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 hear and to listen to that any process takes time it
0: does it takes quite a lot of time but you have to hold on to the good and like there's very few of them but when you get them you're kind of like okay this is okay and that kind of keeps you going until the next one and distraction I know people say no allow the feelings but like no I'm like distract yourself if you have to it's fine um but yeah, so kitchen. I think I suppose the kitchen was my distraction, and it kind of got me from one happy moment to the next happy moment, and then they gradually, I kind of got more of those. But within that time, my nephew, um, who lived with us at the time as well, and I, if I can paint a picture of my would, but he's the brownest eyes, the curliest hair, and he curled up beside me in the bed one day, and he asked me, um, would I make him a birthday cake. And you don't say no to a little cutie like that. Nope. So I was like, yeah, of course, no problem at all. <laughs> and then he, I was like, what do you want? And he wanted a John Deere tractor and he brought the exact John Deere tractor that he wanted up to me. So that no was... Pressure. yeah, No pressure at all. No pressure whatsoever. Um, so yeah, it took me a good five or six days to make the John Deere tractor and I created and it actually looked really cool. I'll show you the picture, but it looked really, really cool. And uh, yeah, I think I put it up, popped it up on Facebook at the time and then friends and family started asking me for cakes. And you know what? It was the best distraction I could have ever asked for. I was able to be creative. Now, the cakes were absolutely horrendous. Have you seen some <laughs> of them? Oh, I have posted them before. was a donkey in particular that is like the funniest thing ever but it wasn't about the end product it was about the process of doing yeah. it and um then i found it was something that i loved i i that was my happy place that was my content place that was where i wanted to be and to be honest with you it was probably a lot of fear of leaving the kitchen space it's and safe. yeah 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 whereas, whereas i i don't know if i would have planned to have a bakery or open a coffee shop or had that but it was more that i never there was no business plan there was no like blueprint like there was there was no uh, it was literally just to get into a kitchen and do the thing I absolutely love to do every day, even though it was like failure. from For the first three or four years, five years, I'd say, I was getting like help from people. I couldn't pay the rent. I couldn't pay everything, but I was happy. And that was it.
1: And of course, you haven't just self-thought. You're have you trained. As... Yeah,
0: well, I'm not trained in pastry. I'm not trained in cakes. I'm okay. trained as a chef, but I'm okay. not like, I, I have no pastry experience. Okay,
1: wow. Yeah,
0: probably about eight hours, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> in my whole course so yeah
1: and you trained with someone who we've had on the show before yes. with Nevin of Black yeah.
0: yeah yeah oh Nevin was amazing and the whole team and all the staff up there and I was actually up there in quite a fragile um, state of my my journey um, my mom actually had to drop everything at home and come and stay with me while I was working and living up in Blackline because I absolutely loved it I was like a sponge up there. Like, they were amazing. And they were wonderful people. Like, everybody was so kind and nice. If I was in any other restaurant in the country, I don't know what it would have been like or what the outcome would have been. But they were the most supportive, nicest people. And they supported Mam as well because they knew Mam had come up to stay with me to keep me safe and to make sure I was okay. Um, But yeah, it was a really, really good journey. And also, like, what I've learned in there, like, oh, it's phenomenal. Their kitchens are incredible. They and look amazing. Does. They are. And what they do and the people they have there. It's second to none.
1: Tell us about camogie then. Another love of your life.
0: Yes, that is uh, another love of my life. I've played for as long as I can remember. My house, my family is hurling uh, camogie. My mom and dad played. Um, my sisters play. My brother play. My nephew plays now. Um, so we all play. Just have a love for it. It's something I never gave up. It was another thing that was always there. Um, it kind of, you don't think when you're on the pitch, you love it, um so I would have played underage with Westmead and threw up like going up the ranks a little bit. I left it for a good while because when I was quite sick and I was anorexic um and believe me I, I, I had enough troubles going on, I actually wasn't physically able to play at that stage um and then I finally got back into it uh about two or three years ago now I played with my club all along, but I got back into the county um two or three years ago. And had my last games due to a back injury uh, last year.
1: What happened?
0: My lower back has completely collapsed. I haven't actually told anybody this yet because I can't stop crying over it. But um, yeah, my lower back is banjax and it's due to work.
1: But you're still involved, aren't you? I'm still you're involved. I'm in, back, yeah, I'm in the yeah. back
0: room team. Um, so I told them, I was like, if you want me to put cones down, I will literally <laughs> do anything. I just love it. It's like... It's your getaway. It's now because um, being in the kitchen used to be the thing. I well, I still absolutely love to do it, but you do need something outside of it, and you need. I love being part of a team, and I love being part of like the crack you have in there, like the friends you make, that everything yeah you, you do, you do it together, and you do it for each other. So I love, I love being part of it.
1: And then the back with work. Tell me about that. Then so sure, it has a huge yeah, impact on what you do. Imagine, it does.
0: It? it does. Now, in all fairness, like I do. I don't take painkillers. I don't feel the pain. Um, I feel like I may need them in a good few years' time. So I'm like, I'm. I don't take painkillers. It's just one of the things I do. And if it's sore, like I'll mind it. I'll look after it. But it has slowed me down a little bit this year, but only because I want to do the proper rehab to get it right. So, um, well, it will never be right again. But just to make sure I'm able to drive on with it, and it won't affect me too much. But yeah, opening another shop is not really happening. My back situation. Yeah, 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 life's about to get year. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah.
1: Twenty. Uh, twenty two ten. Yeah. That is your nephew's birthday, yes. isn't it?
0: So that little boy that I was telling you about that I met the my first ever cake for, that's his day of birth. Wow. Yeah, the second of the second, 2010. Which, is he's not a little boy anymore. He's 13. <laughs> but yeah.
1: And that's the, sig- the significance of that that keeps you... Presumably it's part of your motivation, your drive. Cause when he was at home with you, yeah. the tractor cake. Yeah. It started this momentum of yeah. what it's built up of now to, to a second store.
0: Yeah. And like he didn't know or understand until I wrote the book last year. Like, cause he's at that age, like so he's starting to understand a little bit of it and how the importance of like those innocence of him when he was so young and how important it was to my journey now as well. Um, but yeah, it's been a whirlwind. It's been nearly ten years now. Well it's 13 years since I made my first cake so 10 years really in business and we're going into our second store. And you can see me sweating right now while I say that.
1: <laughs> and it's not just you. You you've, you've you've a big staff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so as of next Tuesday we'll have a team of 20. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but they're brilliant and like you have to surround yourself with people that are like-minded. As you said when you walk in the door and you get the energy off people. I think it's really really important to surround yourself with people with the same type of energy as you. And you're going to get the same, um, you're going to have the same feeling amongst your team, like if everybody's on the same page. So like, I'm very much so known for how I hire. I don't hire on a skills base. I hire on an energy and kind of bring that because we can teach. We can teach them how we want certain jobs done, but we can't teach a bit of crack and cop on and a bit of fun and good energy and how to treat people like so that's what we really look for in interviews. And
1: what does that process look like then? So if you're going to interview me and yeah. I come into the room, how does that? How does the interview look? Um, it's not my CV, so yeah. It's okay,
0: no, I'm actually I'm not a great one with CVs, and when I look at CVs, I don't particularly look at where they've worked before. I look at their hobbies and I look at their interests. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then. then I don't know. I can kind of sense it off people. I can feel okay. it off people's throw and I'm like, yeah, they're my type of person. <laughs> or else, um, I kind of asked them a few questions because I know that when you go into an interview, you can be quite nervous. So I won't ask them, And I'm like, this is not an interview. This is just us having a chat, having a crack. And I'll try and break the ice a little bit and ask them a little about their hobbies, about what they do, um when was the last time you howled with laughter and what was the scenario? like? It, okay. So I'll try and ask that and I will not actually ask any sort of business questions because unless it's something that we're hiring for like maybe in the office or something to higher role, but when we're looking for floor staff, we're looking for people that are going to smile, are going to mm-hmm. laugh, are going to enjoy their work, they're going to, then I think all my customers will feel that off them as well. So yeah, that's that's what we're, we look for.
1: Taking back to the first day of opening the shop then, so... You've come through an incredibly tough time. Yeah. And then you're going into business.
0: Yeah. So I didn't know how to use a POS system. I actually didn't know what a POS <laughs> system was. And I was like, what's that? And it was
1: a, to a till. It. Explain to our listeners. It's yeah. a till. It's a, it's a point of
0: <laughs> sale. So I didn't know how to use that. My dad, um, I bought, I had a very small budget. Me and Mum fitted the floor. Uh, we painted the walls. We made a makeshift shift kind of shop that we could possibly work from. Um, I had one mixer that my I took out of my mom's house. I had one fridge that was still in the unit that was already there. And I actually didn't have the proper ventilation, but I had fake ones up. So <laughs> I, I know I probably shouldn't say that, but hey, I'm here now. I had them up. There was nobody else working, only me. And I did get pneumonia after two years of working there because my lungs were pooped after it all. But um, you just do what you have to do. And at that time... Uh, when I opened the shop it was a matter of getting up I think I used to get up at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning I'd go in and bake all mm-hmm. morning get the shop opened sweep down the floor at 4 or 5 o'clock close it down and then get into cakes for the night if I was getting home for 2 or 3 hours sleep I was doing well wow yeah and then I used to close it on a Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday because it was quite it was very quiet I was like literally begging people to come into the shop and just buy a cake like I was like <laughs> please just buy a cake but the Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday I used to work elsewhere so i take a part time job yeah. Uh, I actually worked in Grice Lodge for a while. I worked in... I would just help anyone that would take take me on. I used to actually make um, healthy meals for gyms and stuff like that. I would do anything just to be able to pay my rent to keep the bakery opened from Wednesday till Sunday. Yeah. Wow. It, well, it took a couple of years before we got our first hire.
1: Yeah. How do you get through the self-doubt when because you're very driven and people listening in will, will mm. hear that drive and that kind of obsession in terms of growing yeah. the business and the business. Uh, the, the doubt piece, I'm fascinated, I'm interested by it. I
0: think I work my way through it. and plus I'm such a dreamer. I'm a, I'm a pipe dreamer. Like I will dream, like New York is on my cards. Like I, I dream big and then I'm kind of like, everything else is kind of small when you dream big. So it's just a matter of doing it, really. But like, why not? Like why... No, that's what I always say. And like, I don't. Can I curse on this? Even though no, I don't normally curse, nobody in front of your sister's <laughs> gonna listen in. Yeah, I know. So sorry, there's okay <laughs> <it. laughs> <laughs> So, um, when I first opened the shop, I had this attitude, and I must have say, said it to myself probably about twenty or thirty times today. Fuck it. What is the worst that can happen? I've already been at rock bottom. I already tried to take my life. like. This is an extra day that I shouldn't have got. Like everything was an added bonus. So why not? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And I still feel like that today.
1: We were chatting before you came in, we we're chatting about cooking. And there's uh, the, the, the backroom team. And one of the guys' was like, Yeah, baking, not really a baker. kind of cook <laughs> from this Italian cookbook? I'm not really a baker baking's very exact. So it's not a whole lot of wiggle. Is there much wiggle in baking, or do you have to really well, now, stick to it? I'm
0: actually like I'm on the other end, so I'm a chef. So I love that, like firing everything into a pot yeah. and hoping something comes up. So yeah, yes and no. There is like science to it and it's good to have a base recipe, but I don't think I've ever took a base recipe and kept it. I've always changed it slightly a little bit for myself. So yeah, you can you can give or take, and especially with flavours. Like if you're making a brownie, lop whatever you want into it. Like put caramel in on top of it, put your biscoff, put Oreos through it. Like you can you can deteriorate a
1: little bit. With. Do you watch the Great British bake off? And like scream at the TV. You don't? don't, I don't watch a
0: telly. Do you not? No. At all? I bought a telly the other day. (laughs) So I bought a house this year and I I bought a telly two weeks ago and that's the first time I've had a telly in my adult life. Go on. Hmm. It's mad. It like goes off. <laughs> I actually why? I put it on in the evenings now, and I put it on mute. Oh yeah, because I like I just want it. It's I want the visual there, Yeah, yeah. Whatever, well, not okay. that I'll sit down and read my book or cook or whatever. But okay. I just, it's just it's nice just to nice have something in the background. Yeah, yeah.
1: Why? What? Why? why didn't you have a telly? I
0: didn't have time for one. She was working all the time.
1: So you're obsessed with what, what you love. What you do? I and, love what yeah. I do,
0: but like there was no point in it, like because. Yeah. I'd never be at home to watch Tally. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never at home. I used to stay with my auntie who lived in Mullingar. and um, I'd ring her and she'd leave a key out for me and I'd sleep for two or three hours and then come back into work. Like So I never really even got home, the earlier days. Now, I'd watch a GA game at home, like in my home place. Yeah. yeah. That'd be the height of that.
1: Do you find you get lost in baking? Completely. Yeah.
0: Maybe in... Is it lost in baking or is it lost in business now? Because I think I get caught up in both of them. Someone asked me the other day, how am I actually doing, even though I've been an emotional mess for the last two or three weeks because there's a lot of highs and lows in business. Um, And there hasn't been... How do you deal with that then? Cry. Good, crying crying is
1: good.
0: (laughs) I have cried that much the last month. Now, mostly, personally, but so business is like soaring for me. So it's such a high. And then I come home and I'm not going to lie, it's sad. I come home to a house by myself. Like it's it's not hunky dory. It doesn't look amazing. The one thing I did get to do in the evenings, and the one thing I do love, is camogie, and that's kind of been taken from yeah. me as well. So yeah, business looks amazing, and my Instagram looks fantastic. But
1: oh yeah, that, that's the Instagram way. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's
0: not all that hunky dory. Like it's it's sad, like sometimes.
1: Yeah. So the business is rocking.
0: Yeah, and I always. Then, has but then you
1: and and your associate your your.
0: I So engrossed down,
1: within it that yeah. that's kind of the, the, the centerpiece of your life. Yeah. Like so many kind of self-employed people's yeah. businesses are my, my own included. Yeah. And then, but there there does come a point though, doesn't there, where you, you reflect, you drive home to the house on your own and you're like. Oh yeah.
0: And I sit in or, the car and I bawl my eyes yeah. out and I'm like, what is life about? Like, is this really what I wanted? Is this, have I actually gave up everything for my business? Or is there more to it for me? Or And I do believe that like, your your journeys are nearly there for you and you yeah. you you push towards them as such and I'm like, is this mine do I not get the the family as well? do I not get the life do I not get the friendships or is it me am I not putting them out there enough to get them so I do, like, I surround myself in work. I count down the times till Monday, till everyone's back in. Because
1: like, they're your friends, your my, family, yeah. your, everything within. That, yeah, 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 that's yeah, my yeah, happy yeah, place. Yeah. That's
0: my safe place. That's where yeah. I'm fully going. I'm
1: I did that with I- clients for the first 10 years of yeah. my business, maybe 15 years of my business. Yeah. It was all about them. Yeah. And I couldn't wait for Monday. Yeah. Because it was just like, it was Get me work. back
0: in there. Get me back were, in there. They yeah. are
1: your family. They're yeah. are, and then, they're, yeah, and then there comes a point where you, you decide to step, to try and balance that out with
0: yeah. life. Yeah, but then what is? Uh, that's what I keep asking myself the question. I'm like, what is my life? Like my my.
1: Where do you get to? You ask that. That's that's yeah. deep.
0: No, I know it is quite deep, but it's like my love for my sport and all of that. And I'm not the best camogie player. I'm actually quite useless, to be honest. But like, I love it. <laughs> well, it's a community. It. Of it. Yes, yeah. it's that, and that's gone. And then oh, it's fantastic. I've bought a house, but when does it become a home? Like, do you yeah. know? Yeah. So I don't know. It, like, 2210 participants is amazing. I absolutely love it, love it. And I will continue to always work it and give it absolutely everything. But just if anyone does have a business, like, don't look in and think it's all hunky-dory and it's perfect because it's not. It's, it's definitely not.
1: And do you think you'll struggle to step back from it as you expand? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Because one doesn't come out of the other in terms of that, that, that personal stuff. Yeah. Side to life needs to probably come up in terms of the yeah it it
0: probably does like and my balance is not right but um it's not just a business though it's like it is my love like it's my passion it's my everything I think about and do is kind of revolved around how I can improve it or what I can do to yeah yeah everything revolves around it like and then, of, yeah. but then I get also angry with it because I'm annoyed with it because it's the reason that I haven't done. Well, now, we've done a little bit of travel, but I haven't done much traveling. I get annoyed with it because it's the reason that my back is not great.
1: You're fascinating. I wasn't <laughs> expecting <that> the <laughs> conversation to go quite where this has gone. Oh, sorry, the, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost like the, like, the, like the elder in the room, which is very scary. <laughs> but, it, it, pe- but it is people get get with, with who have small businesses, they get hooked on their business and yeah. it is their it is their baby, it's yeah. their thing. Yeah. And it's addictive.
0: Yeah. But I see 2210 now, like the Mullingar 2210, as my retirement project. Okay. So that's where I want to be. This is a
1: lady, by the way, who came into the studio. Yeah, I've just finished my five-year plan. Yeah, I know. okay, this is impressive. No, as in, like,
0: (laughs) I have loads I still want to do. I just feel like there's so much. Why? Like, I said this to you before, but why not? You're not going to remember me when I'm gone. Like, not that I want anyone to remember me, but just do it all now. We're here. So yeah, I have loads of plans. Loads I want to do.
1: And the new store in Dublin is open?
0: It is opened, yes.
1: Amazing. Dream come true. Paris Court Centre.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: My, sure. bro- my how, brother-in-law's mum had a cafe in the Paris Court Centre years ago and years ago. And she's an amazing woman who's still going very strong down in, uh, down in abandoned, and and, uh, and Atlantic guilty. It's an it's an iconic place Isn't for, it? for food and yeah. for entrepreneurs. It's it's a very, it's yes. symbolic.
0: Yeah. And like Chupi is right now, her new flagship store is right beside <laughs> me. And I'm like walking by <laughs> her like completely fangirl. And after meeting her loads of times being like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. So yeah, it's massive. I don't even think I I realise, yeah, I don't think it's sunk in because I'm still... Like, trying to get all the things ready for it. But I don't think it's it sunk in that we're actually going to be in Dublin. And this is happening. Because I'd never thought we were going to be in Mullingar. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a pipe dream. Like, never and mind Dublin.
1: You're not only a Mullingar. You're not only in Dublin. You're also online, too. Yeah. I was researching you on the way up on the, on the train this morning. And I came across your toy show boxes. Yes. Which we'll be absolutely ordering, too, coming to West Cork yeah. in, in, in the coming weeks. Uh, so people can order through the website and stuff, yeah. too, for delivery. Yeah. So
0: during COVID, we completely shifted the whole business from just a normal cafe. That actually didn't do that many sweet things. Done a few sweet things. but um. We shifted it online and it has just blown up since. So, yeah. remind said, us of the website. So it's 22 three 22tempotisserie, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just Google 22temp.tissary.ie, 22temp, it'll, 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 it'll bring you there. Yeah, yeah. It'll bring you there yeah. somewhere so you can, along the So you
0: can get your treats literally delivered to yeah. your door anywhere in Ireland.
1: Amazing. And you, yeah. you, could, you had a pink water bottle or something. We do have on, water yeah, bottles yeah, and we have coffee
0: and we have our book and we have like nice aprons and we have everything else.
1: And final question, remind us of your your social accounts.
0: And uh, twenty two Tempest three. Amazing. Or Una Leonard. If you put either of them in, I think it pops up. I've yeah. never done that actually. Have you not? No, I don't know what it is actually. it
1: uh, comes up on both actually comes up on both. Oh, does yeah, it? Yeah, it? It's fantastic. It yeah. That's been fi- that's been fascinating there's a lot there it's, yeah. it's a, it, we do lessons of life apps, right and know you are and this is not being ages in the, in the slightest but you are you, probably our youngest lessons of life person ever oh wow uh, but you've a lot you've got you've a serious head and shoulders in terms of maturity and, and all of that and maybe we'll, I have
0: just too much time to think
1: for, or, or not enough or not <laughs> or enough,
0: enough yes the yeah. very
1: best luck with, this, with the stores and all the, the online orders over Christmas I'm sure you'll be flat out and thank you so much for coming into the studio today we really thank appreciate it thank you so much for having me folks that is it for another episode of Real Health Me Carl Henry I really I hope you enjoyed today's episode a fascinating insight into small businesses passions and lots lots more as ever you know we are at carl henry pt on instagram real at independent.ie we'll see you next week for more real health slán go if you've been affected by any of the content in this podcast you can call bodywise the helpline on 01210 7906 Or the Samaritans on O one 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 six one two three.